0: Kent, I know that we are doing something called outdoor radio, and usually we're traipsing around outside in all sorts of weather, but today we're starting off inside at the Fairbanks Museum and Planetarium.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've argued on outdoor radio about weather all the time. Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be warm? Is it going to be raining? Is it going to be snowing? And we get that in Vermont in one day sometimes, literally. And so the argument has come lately to, is there a January thaw?
0: That's an important question, because I think a lot of people like me look forward to a little bit of a thaw when it's really cold, but people like you, not so fond of the thaw. I
1: don't like the thaw, I like my snow. So we thought today we'd come first indoors here to meet Mark Breen from Eye in the Sky. Who else would we go to to find out what the heck is really going on with weather events? Mark, thanks for joining us. Well, glad to be here. And you know, it's the age-old question, I get into my arguments with my friends all the time, if there's going to be a January thaw or not, and does it really exist, and I've heard it all. I've heard it, oh, it happened in the 70s and 80s, and now it
0: doesn't happen. And And, and wait, wait, before you actually tell us, I want you to know that this is a very important thing to me. So if there is no January thaw, you're going to have to let me down easy.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate the January thaw, so please tell me it doesn't exist.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, first of all, if you're going to figure out, is there a January thaw, what exactly constitutes a January thaw? Mm, Is it just a temperature above freezing? You know, if that's the case... There's a definitely a January thaw every year because the temperature goes above freezing every January. The museum's records go back 125 years, and only two of those Januaries have stayed below freezing the entire month.
1: Oh, wow. Twice. That's it.
2: The most recent was 2015. And then 1977. Those are the only two years since 1894 that it stayed below freezing all of January. So, so that's part of the question, you know, okay, what is a thaw?
0: So for our purposes, what are we going to call a thaw?
2: What I can speak to and what I've analyzed a lot has to do with the average temperatures. There's an old weather phrase, as the days get longer, the cold gets stronger, right? Yeah. Which means the days are getting longer, and it gets colder as we go into January and February. And on the average, the coldest week is either the very last one in January or the first one in February. So you would expect the temperature gradually goes down from October, let's say, all the way into the end of January. But that's not what happens. The weather, by nature, is a bit chaotic, and sometimes more than others. Um, So within all of that chaos, if you were to take, say, a 30-year average... And that is now the standard climate period. You know, a 30-year average really gives you a good description because it includes the different ups and downs, the, the years that are warm and cold. So what ends up showing up on our records is there are two periods where there's an average bump up in the temperatures in January. The first one is right around the 8th, and the second one somewhere around the 20th or the 23rd or 4th that period of time, people kind of expect that January thaw. So I started looking at our records a little bit more carefully. And something that I didn't expect showed up. It was actually very fascinating that in the very beginning of our records, and so we're talking the late 1800s, early 1900s, that's when the January thaw happened most years, right around the 20th to 23rd. But then, early in the 20th century, so the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, It shifted to about the 8th of January, and the 20th and the 23rd were actually colder. And then, after about 1960, it started shifting back the other way. And so instead of the 8th, it started going back to the 20th to the 23rd. And I don't know why.
0: (laughs) That's the coolest part, is that we don't know why. Nobody seems to understand why this happens.
1: One of the new words I learned when I was sort of looking into the January thaw was the word singularity, and it came up with monsoons in the southwest of the United States, where it usually happens every year at a certain time of year.
2: I, and one of the things that happens with singularities is that although they happen regular enough that you would anticipate them, they don't always happen, so sometimes we describe that they fail. You know, uh, so the okay. January thaw doesn't happen, it failed. Uh-huh.
1: That's a nice escape route.
0: (laughs) Well, so I think you mentioned earlier that you have 125 years' worth of data. Could you take us out there and show us how you've collected all of this data?
2: Oh, sure, yeah. We have our our weather observation site. um, It's right in the backyard of the museum. I'd be glad to show you what we have out there.
1: Let's check it out. Let's go see Mark, every day for 125 years, somebody has done this. They've walked out to these instruments and checked them out.
2: That's right, yes. Um, This is one of those things where every day at 4 o'clock, that's our official observation time, we walk out and we have instruments. We measure the temperature, the maximum, the minimum temperature each day, and the precipitation. Those are the specific records that go back 125 years. Um, And so that would include snowfall and It's one of those situations where the instrumentation that we use is the same style that we've been using for 125 years. So we haven't switched over to digital readings or anything like that.
0: So I I just have to point out that um, we're walking out here. Mm -hmm. The sun is beautiful. Lots of beautiful glistening snow. And we're here to talk about the January thaw, and it's, what, 5 degrees?
2: Oh, I don't think it's quite that cold. Let's is see it not Well, well, we, we, well we can find out, yes. Yeah, and, absolutely. and, and, and so
0: with all of these gadgets, it looks like a sci-fi film, are behind a chain-leak fence.
2: This is essentially where all of these records have been kept over this 125 years. And so the temperatures are kept inside this nice white box. So as I open it up, you can see there's really mostly air in there because oh, we're yeah. t- taking the air temperature. And there are two thermometers.
1: Honestly, these funny. thermometers look pretty old fashioned. Yeah.
2: They are and they're that's in keeping with your hundred and twenty five years, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, in fact this style essentially that's the same style that they were using hundred and twenty five years ago. That is so all
0: right, cool. but this January thaw folklore that I always look forward to, does it happen more often? Is this something that's not just a phenomenon in January?
2: Well it it turns out that there are two things that, that seem to happen. First of all, you can't really have a thaw unless you've had things freeze up. And in early Uh, December, the average temperature during the afternoon is above freezing, so it's kind of hard to talk about a December thaw because you haven't really frozen things up yet. And at the end of February, the average temperature actually warms up enough so that it's also above freezing. In fact, sugaring kind of starts in some places, in the warmer places in Vermont, in February. So again, there's nothing to thaw out. 'Cause that's a normal thing. But January is kind of individualized that way, is that it's basically cold all month, but there is that spike in the temperatures almost every year at some point.
0: Mark, you have absolutely blown my mind today with all sorts of cool new information. Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. I was glad to share this with somebody. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've loved the folklore, the history. To know what's going on here, and I hope it keeps going for another 125 years. Thanks a lot, Mark.
2: All right, I hope it's not me, but
0: <laughs> I'm Sarah Zahendra, and I'm Kent McFarland. Thanks for listening to Outdoor Radio. I
1: bet you're ready to go in and get warm.